This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And now it's time for the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show with Score Morning Show co-host Molly from the Molly and Haw Show, Bears long snapping Iron Man Patrick Manley, and legendary Bears center Olin Krutz on Sports Radio 670 The Score and Odyssey Station. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. Oh, yes, indeed. We are at full strength here on the pregame show. We've got the great Olin Krutz. We've got the great Patrick Manley. And we are going to work our way through whatever ominous weather is outside. I guess uh, it's sleet now. Is that right? It's frozen rain? Holy cow. Those Arizona Cardinals have no idea what hit them. Good morning, guys. Good morning. It's the perfect storm. Do we believe in miracles today? <laughs> <laughs> this one is a, uh, when we look at the matchups here, it's uh, obviously in the Cardinals' favor, but hopefully this weather that we're talking about becomes a factor. Olin, you and I have played many games like this, that it can change the game a little bit if the wind gets involved and if it does start sleeting a little bit. But when you look at the matchups of these two teams, it's this has got to be a, this would be one of the biggest wins in Matt Nagy's era for sure if they can pull this thing off. Yeah, we're going to need the weather uh, to stop this wide receiver core for, for the yep. Arizona Cardinals, right? It uh, looks like DeAndre Hopkins is up today. Uh, Moore, uh, Green, we all know uh, with Vildor, who, uh, who the hell is covering Moore in the slot. So uh, hopefully the weather can show up today, uh, slow down uh, this Arizona Cardinals pass game with Kyler Murray. Looks like he's going to be back also. So uh, the kind of game the Bears need, right, to win, guys, they need to run the ball. Uh, they, need to, they need to get takeaways. So uh, they, they need everything to play in their favor today. When you look at, uh, like Pat men- mentioned, matchup for matchup, it's hard to find where the Bears have an advantage. Well, the problem, the problem is you really can't throw against these guys, which doesn't make a lot of sense if you think about the fact that that they're scoring 30 points a game or or whatever it is. The Bears are scoring, I think, on average now 16 points a game. Mm. Um, I, I, I would just hope that somehow the weather, if not the Bears, can have that uh, scoring output by Arizona. That's going to be the the real problem. And, and you want to run against them for time of possession. Mm-hmm. But you also, I, I, I just, um, I think when you look at who's in and who's out, this one is a bit far-fetched. God bless the Bears. Here's hoping. Yeah, it is a bit far-fetched, but we've seen crazier things happen in NFL, obviously, from week to week. Uh, you see teams win games they're not supposed to win, so the Chicago Bears got to go out there, uh, play above their heads. Obviously, Andy Dalton, uh, like you're talking about, last last time the Bears played against the Lions, he threw for 317 yards. But again, uh, they continue not to be able to score points, and, and we can say that. Over and over again, where are they going to find their points from? You expect them eventually to shake up their scheme a little bit, Pat, but they don't. They don't shake it up. They, they leave. They keep trying to do the same things, and they keep getting the same results. And, and no matter what they do well on a certain day, whether it be we're going to run the ball for 188 yards or we're going to throw the ball for 317 yards, the point total is always the same. And when they get in the red zone, to me, that's where you always watch them. To me, that's where the play calling becomes the most baffling. And today, like Molly is saying, you're going to have to find 24 <laughs> to 27 points to beat these Arizona Cardinals. Hopefully it's coming from that southern wind about 35 miles an hour <laughs> yeah. blowing on Soldier Field. Yeah. Yeah. But Olin, this to me, this is a game of hope. Yeah. <laughs> you're just hoping everything goes your way. Mm-hmm. You're hoping that Kyler Murray has rust being off for the few weeks he's been. Uh, you're hoping that... You don't want guys to get injured, but you're hoping DeAndre Hopkins is like, no, I can't go because my hamstring's a little tight today. 
but Kyler Murray, one thing about Kyler Murray, he's put the ball on the ground seven times this year, but he's recovered all of them. So he will put the ball on the ground. Let's just hopefully today the bounces go the Bears' way and they can get win that turnover battle. But yeah, well, and this is just a game of hope. You know, you're hoping everything goes the right way. And I just, there's no matchup. There's only one thing I kind of see, and I'd love to get your take on this, Olin. Mm-hmm. When you look at Green Bay and you look at the Panthers, they ran the ball for, what, 166 yards, Carolina did. Uh, the Packers ran for 151, and they ran it up the middle. That's mm-hmm. where I saw the, the weakness on this defense. And I think if the Bears can do anything, that's where they could get this game going. But again, Molly, you talked about the points that Carolina puts up. If they come out there and go up 10 nothing, 14 nothing, can you continue to run the ball? and then give the ball back and then have them go score. That's just not a way to come back to win this game. But to me, that's the only way to get it done. But you're going to have to stop this offense of Arizona. But who do you have on defense? Is Roquan Smith going to play? We know what the DBs look like. I mean, really all you have is is uh, Robert Quinn on the edge rushing the passer. So it's, it's an uphill battle for him today. Yeah, it's going to be a tough game out there. Of course, like you're saying, Pat, you, you look at the Cardinals defense, say, okay, uh, run the ball up the middle, and then hopefully it opens it up and you take a shot uh, with Mooney over the top or, or maybe even Goodwin. But uh, when you look at this Cardinals defense, you know, if you're the Arizona Cardinals, you come into Soldier Field, you say, okay, I'm just going to take the runaway. I'm going to take the runaway, <laughs> yeah. uh, make Andy Dalton beat us. And Andy Dalton has shown, especially in the red zone, uh, the few times he's been out there, that he will throw interceptions even though uh, the Lions don't come up with one. Uh, that was supposed to be an interception. So today, Pat, like you're saying, run the ball, attack this defense up the middle, and then, again, where the hell are they going to find points from to match this Arizona Cardinals offense? And if we, if we come to this game already, we, we start the show off, and everybody's praying for the weather to affect the game. Uh, that's not a good thing. <laughs> Owen, Owen, I was thinking about when we were younger, we went into games like this, right? You know, you had big-time players out. You're just outmatched. You just got to almost find some false enthusiasm, don't you? You got to find that false belief. Like, all right, we can get this thing done. That's at least the way I did it. Every Those Sunday mornings, I'm like, no, no, he's going to have his career game. He's going to have his career game. We're going to get this done. And, you know, sometimes we won games that we shouldn't have won. But uh, you got you to bring that out of you a little right. bit just to – to get yourself going, and I feel like that's what the Bears locker room has to do today. Yeah, you, you turn the game into a street fight, right? And, and, yeah. and you lean on Montgomery. Uh, he is, I think, uh, the identity of your team, although last week they went away from it. Uh, they found success throwing the ball against the Lions, and we all know uh, when Bill Lazor and Mandagi find success throwing the ball, you're going to see it over and over again. Uh, hopefully a little more Khalil Herbert, try to get him back involved. He seemed yeah. dynamic. When he was playing, he seemed like he was making a lot of plays back there as a you know in the backfield, find a way to get the ball in this kid's hands. But uh, today, you know, they they are mismatched, Pat. But like you said, I mean, you've seen uh, like when we played, we found ways to win games like this. Uh, it was crazy, but but you have to go in there, turn it into a street fight, uh, take it to them. Uh, hope that they want to get the hell out of this bear weather. Hope that's an early game for them. Obviously, uh, they're on Arizona time, so it'll be kind of early in the morning for them. So all these things we're hoping affect the Cardinals because you don't think you can beat them straight up. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of depressing. I, I mean, and, and guys, to be honest with you, even at full strength, I don't think the the Bears would be favored in this game. And, and we know that they are dogs in this game. I believe uh, the, the point spread is seven and a half. The look-ahead line has them 11 going into Green Bay. They they haven't won a game where they've been uh, where they've been underdogs by a touchdown or more in a while. It's just a big ask. Um, but I mean, there's a reason you play the games, right? And they're not just running out the schedule. Matt Nagy talked about the big playoff run. There's only uh, they're only one game out with like seven teams ahead of them. But nonetheless. <laughs> If they could figure out a way to beat some teams in the NFC not named Detroit, who knows? Yeah, there's not a ton of excitement right around this team right now. Obviously, Justin Fields is out. Uh, we're watching Andy Dalton play. Uh, you're wanting Tevin Jenkins to come back. It's almost like you're creating storylines to watch for these Chicago Bears when they show up and play because uh, they can't score points. The young quarterback is out. Uh, they're not playing well. They've only beat the Lions uh, uh, lately, you know, when they play the Lions, they get a win. Everybody else seen to lose. Uh, now you got the nine and two Arizona Cardinals coming to town, Pat, and it's going to be a tough game for them. And of course, in, in, when you have your momentum going your way in certain years, the, the stars miss your game, right? The yeah. Bears are having that kind of year, Pat. 
where the stars come back for their game, right? right? Where everybody right. gets healthy for you. <laughs> the schedule is hard enough. I think in 2018, I'd have to go back and look. I was trying to remember, guys, but I think they were missing guys. They kept, like, certain guys would be out versus them. The star players would be out when the Bears played them or would get hurt during the game. The Bears are having the kind of year where, like, Kyler Murray comes back. DeAndre Hopkins comes back. So they're having a tough year. They got to circle the wagons today. They got to just stick together and find ways to win because obviously, I'm sure up there at Hallis Hall, they feel like, man, I mean, is this coach going to be here? Is Coach Nagy going to be here? You got to reprieve for one week because he got the win. But, but like my Mully just said, Pat, with the Cardinals and the Green Bay Packers back to back, the noise will get really loud again. Yeah, this is a tough one. I remember those weeks too. You'd get the Wednesday. Uh, injury report and be like, oh, that's too bad. So and so quarterback's not playing today. That's terrible. That's that's all, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Those were fun. Hope, hope he gets healthy fast. Hope he gets healthy yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> hope it's not too bad. Not too <laughs> yeah. bad. But Molly, I want to go back to the point you brought up about uh, you know the Bears technically are only one game out of of the playoff contention, and I don't know. Olin, you go back and you think about that. Lovey would always talk about that. I think that's a that's a positive for the Bears to have because you still have something to sell the team. You can get up there on Wednesday morning meetings or Monday morning meetings this week and say, hey, listen, we're only one game out, so you can sell this to the team. You can try to get that positive vibe going through the week, and you know it, it cultivates that hope a little bit I was talking about. So I, I, I like the fact that he kind of brought that up in the, in the press conference and is leaning on that because you have to. You, you know, I think you're realistic as a player, and Owen, you're right. You're looking forward to seeing the Cardinals and the Packers on your schedule, but you just have to look at the one game in front of you and right now, I think Matt Nagy is using the right message of selling them, and I quote-unquote call it selling them. They're still in the playoff hunt. I, I, I like that idea. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm with you. I, I'm with you on uh, selling them on the playoff hunt and selling them to play together as a team. And, and you're not out of this, especially because they added one more team, right, to the playoffs. Right. So somebody below 500 will probably make the playoffs. So you are not out of it. Obviously, if you're a player and you start looking around and all these guys are out, you know, you don't have Khalil Mack. Uh, you don't, probably don't have Akeem Hicks today. You're looking for maybe Roquan Smith to play or not. Uh, so you start to wonder, well, how good are we really? But you got to see young guys step up. Uh, the coaching staff has to get better. Uh, we talked earlier this week on a, a Molly and Hall show about uh, will they make changes? Will they shake up this coaching staff, Pat? Because eventually uh, when you look at even Laser, like Nagy should fire Laser for the same reason he fired himself. Right. When Laser calls plays, they don't score points. That's why Nagy fired himself. So my question to Coach Nagy would be, if I was at Hallis Hall, is why the hell is he still calling plays? Because you guys are averaging the same amount of points when you call plays. I, I think that was a fascinating conversation, and I, I thought you had some great ideas on uh, on things. That at least you somebody could, does. Man. Well, and, 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 <laughs> I try mean, something but, new. <laughs> but no one else seems interested in no. it. And yeah. and I think that that's that's the point. And and frankly, the idea, I think that the problem I have the the muddle that is created when you hand over play calling duties to Bill Lazor, but you say you know it all goes through me. Yeah. I mean, he's going to do it, but hey, it's all on me. And then you watch that game last week and I couldn't help but just wonder and again I, there was I had plenty of time to kind of contemplate life because that one nearly ended all the momentum of oh. my life um but you wonder <laughs> hey uh what what exactly who's calling the place are you back to the the Matt Nagy plan from early in the season we didn't really see any kind of running game we didn't see any I I, I don't know that Bill Lazor is that, I mean, I don't know who's in charge, mm-hmm. and I don't know that there's any clarity on that, and maybe that confusion is what they're kind of leaning on. Yeah, see, see, Pat, this is what I find interesting. I wonder what your take on this is because people – Bill Lazor, to me, he is calling plays, and when I watch this offense, this is who he is. Yeah. This is who he was anyway, and, and I know right. uh, in Chicago and here in Illinois, we're, we're dying to blame Coach Nagy, but – this is who Bill Lazor is. This is who he's been out through his whole career. He got fired in Miami because he wouldn't run the ball, right? Uh, in Cincinnati, they didn't, they didn't run the ball a ton. Uh, he, he has never had that background. So I, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that people are shocked that the offense looks like this. Like <laughs> Di Filippo, Lazor, Nagy, this is how their offenses look. And that's why I'm wondering for how long can they let this go on where it says, okay, when we look at the last 
40-something games, uh, we're averaging under 19 points a game, even with laser calling plays. If you take out, Pat, that run last year where they played the worst defenses in the league, right? I think they're under like 16 points a game when he calls plays. <laughs> if he makes another change, is that Matt Nagy just firing himself and making it easy on the McCaskies? Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but what I'm yeah, saying is, is, is if you're the head coach, uh-huh. like the, you're, you're, you're getting fired anyway if this keeps up. Right, right. If right. you don't start scoring points on offense, if it stays under eighteen or nineteen points a game, you are gone anyway. So if if, if I'm if I'm Coach Nagy, Pat, I'm swinging for the fences. Who would you put in? I'm putting Tom Herman as my offensive coordinator, like and I'm it. getting rid of I'm getting rid of Laser and DeFilippo. De you know, coaches' conscience are guaranteed, so don't feel bad for them. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I'm going to move either Clancy Barone or Donovan Raiola to quarterback coach because I already have Henry Burris. I already have another guy. I forget what his name is, Snyder, I think. Yeah. He's assistant quarterback coach. I already have Coach Nagy. I already have Herman. So, still, even when I get rid of those two quarterback coaches, I still have 3,000 other ones in the building, right? And, and I'm, I'm going to use I'm gonna use Juan Castillo, and I'm going to use Barone and Diamond Raiola, and I'm going to load my staff the other way and let Tom Herman call plays and see if we can find a way to get the ball in the damn end zone. Is it too late to do that, though? You know, I mean, I, I think you're right. I, I like the idea. I mean, it's but I just don't know. Is it too late to do what? Is it too? Is it too late to keep going with the same offense? <laughs> right. I no, mean, I, I don't I know. I, I mean, I, I know what you're saying. Like, those are good questions. But I, I just you come out of bye week. I'm watching you in the red zone. I'm watching you all year. Really, the only time you had some success was when you went jumbo formation. I don't know how you don't come out of bye week and you have no jumbo. Right, right. Like I don't right. know what you're studying. So uh, you, you you're looking for this. Okay, when when has this offense been the most successful? When have they moved the ball? It's when they're running the ball. Uh, it's when they throw play action. They put the ball in the end zone. Right. I don't know. Well, how do you keep going with the same thing you've been going with? Is what continuously starts to frustrate me when you're watching them come up with ideas on how to score points. So I guess the question is, how soon are we going to hear the fire Matt Nagy chance? Right. Oh, today. <laughs> if we're going to see more of the same, how soon are those things coming out? I hope not. I, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you hope today that they, they find some way to move the ball. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it's going to be Andy Dalton's show again. But, but like you were talking about, their, run, their Arizona Cardinals run defense. But the weather is bad. It's just going to kind of all look the same, right? Yeah. All right, we got to get to a break. But I think this is a worthy subject of discussing. And, and I know this is going to be a ridiculous thing to ask because – Herman is under contract and is working with the Bears. But if he's going to get one of these multi-million dollar college jobs and his name's been brought up, what's in it for him to take over the offense of the Bears and put some bad tape out there if, uh, if, if that applies to getting a college job? We'll ask uh, that question next. It is, of course, the pregame show. Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, Chicago Sports Radio, 6-7 to score. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you look at really the NFL in general, the parity of this league, it's just, it's just, a, it's so crazy when you look at these games and, and how they go. Again, I was able to do it yesterday and just kind of, you know, you get to see what games are like on a Sunday and the way that, how the games start out and how they finish. And then you look at the records, and you, you see that you know I don't know the number, but it seems like half the team half the teams in the league have five, six, or seven losses. And so I think that shows the parity in this league. At the same point in time, the biggest thing for us was to make sure that we snapped that losing streak. And and when you snap that losing streak, now you, you come back in, you reset, and now you got to start back to one and zero. Now you get to start with one of the best teams in the NFL coming off a bye week. That's a, that's a heck of a challenge. But when you break that losing streak, the mentality it just helps you. That's just natural. You feel, you feel better about it, so no matter how it comes. And, and so to see that, that you're one game out with all those teams that are in that mix for that, that last spot, I, I don't care who you are. If you're a competitor, you care about that. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. Oh, yes, indeed. The pregame show, Olin Krutz, Patrick Manley, and um, guys, uh, uh, just, I guess Andy Staples of The Athletic got a hold of uh, Tom Herman earlier in the week, and he said basically that he's happy in the NFL and his preference is to, to stay in the NFL. But the fact is that he um, he's getting paid a lot of money. I mean, I think he makes $6.5 million next year and $6.75 million the year after that. So even with these big money contracts, I don't know that he needs to run for a hundred million if he's going to make over thirteen million, not counting his five million plus this year, but next year and the year after, Texas is going to be paying him for quite some time. So I guess Olin, if if he's interested in in getting out of special projects, that's mm-hmm. apparently his title. He's a Bears special analyst. I always thought those job titles. I always thought that meant you know, buddy of the coach who gets in office to apply for other jobs. I, I never knew that he would be actually putting together some special projects. But that that's the question, is whether the college game comes looking for him or whether he wants to just get a check and, and remain in the NFL, air quotes. Yeah, and, and it's just like you just look at the staff, right, Molly and Pat, and, and I'm saying, okay, what makes the most sense to me? How do I shake this up before, if I'm the head coach, before they shake me up? Before they send me out the door and I'm the guy who's gone, I'm going to shake something up and see if I can change things on my offense. And, look, I, I am not in the building, so Tom Herman is just a name. When I look over the staff, I'm thinking, okay, how, do, how can I restructure this and, and get my biggest bang for my buck? But Clancy Barome has called plays too. Yep. So if you, like, if you like what he does, if you think he can change stuff up, if you think he has a good understanding of your offense, Pat, and he can, he can match concepts and just give you a different play calling, does he have ideas to get the ball in the end zone? So I don't know which way you go. I just think it's time to go in a different direction right now because you tried Coach Nagy, you tried Laser. It has not worked. I have to keep trying things, Pat, especially if I think that I'm on the hot seat and I'm an offensive coach. I'm going to show you that I am a good head coach too. Mm-hmm. No, and I, if I'm Tom Herman, you asked before the break, Mully, would you want to take the job? You just mentioned 13 million reasons why – I don't think it would be a problem. And the other reason why is it can't be any worse than what the Bears have done before. I just, how do you go in and do worse than what they've already have out there? All you can do to me, if you're Tom Herman, if you get the opportunity to call these plays, you say yes. And if you succeed, then you look like the genius and it makes you look better. And then as far as getting a, a college coaching job, I think with two years left, like he has the amount of money he's getting paid, he's in the perfect position. He gets to just sit and wait and pick his spot where he wants to go. I think that's what maybe is, is nice about these college coaches getting all these 
getting these big contracts and getting the buyout. You just get to sit and wait and pick your spot for your spot. But as far as Tom Herman, Olin, I'm all for it. Let's let's go on the Tom Herman train. Let's start T-shirts or something, banners, billboards, something all around Chicagoland. And uh, I'd love to see it. Just looking over his resume, I know it's all college, but he's been a, a coordinator yeah. at a bunch of places. He's super successful everywhere. And why not put a different voice, a different you know, different set of eyes on this team and a different call sheet? Yeah, I, I got Bali. I got to shake it up. Like I said before, they shake me out before mm-hmm. I'm out, and, and someone else is the head coach. And you, if if we, no matter how much we talk about the Chicago Bears team, no matter what we talk about, um, their 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 inability to score points has been a problem for too long for a guy who was brought here for that purpose to develop quarterbacks and score points. And, and what what. Real quick, what if he is the answer? What if he does come in and put up like 25, 27 points a game, 28 points a game, 30 points a game? So the answer was in your building the entire time and you missed him? So, you know, that's it's not a bad idea to put him out there. Give him a shot because you never know. You could keep Matt Nagy as the, 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 the sideline CEO, which he's not done a great job at either. But if he has the answer sitting in his building and he doesn't give him a chance, that's not looking good. And the other element, the other idea on the defensive side that, that Olin expressed was taking Mike Patton out of the coaching box and putting him down and having him work with the secondary. Mm. You know, do something to get that unit up and running a little bit. And I don't know, guys, I mean, you know, it seems like talent rules. I don't mm-hmm. know how easy it is to, again, air quotes, create a player. But – God, they need to create a player. They need some <laughs> miraculous uh, transformation of some of these guys. And and I don't know that Mike Benton's the man, but someone's got to give it a whirl, right? Yeah, I, I just I just in the direction that we're moving, uh, you know, two of our four wins are against the Lions. I have to give it a shot. Yeah, I hear you, but to me, I just I think the lack of talent and the and the misplacement of talent by Ryan Pace is the biggest problem with that with those DBs. I think you, you throw everything you can out there, but when you start the season with Marquis Christian as your starting nickelback, you fire him after week one. You believe in Kendall Vildor, your second year, fifth round draft pick out of Georgia Southern. It's NFL caliber and can play, and you've already got him on the bench. You've got Artie Burns, who's played on some other teams and, and got burned last week and is, is not that big of an upgrade over Kendall Vildor, even though that's a low bar. I think a lot of that has to do with players and then and just you know, it also started again weeks one against the Rams with busted coverages, still having busted coverages. Could Mike Pettin help that? Mm-hmm. Maybe he could help that part, but I think just the the, the physical uh, caliber of some of these guys out there, they're just they're just not good enough. And I put that on Ryan Pace. Yeah, and and I I don't disagree with you there, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm just going to leave it the way it is. Like, right. I don't no, disagree yes. with you that that they have to do better job personnel wise. But again, I go back to if if Pat, if me and you are the head coach. I got to try to win with what I got. Oh, I got right? you. So, so, so how do I make them – how do I make that unit better for these last few weeks, this run where Coach Nagy's telling us they're still in this playoff run? So how do I make my unit better? Uh, how do I get them to tackle better? How do I get them – like Molly just brought up, I don't want to see uh, those mental mistakes, right? I don't want to yep. see those busting coverages anymore. So why don't I take a guy I got who has proven he can coach now – I don't think he's coached much secondary at all, but it doesn't mean he doesn't understand it, right? It doesn't mean he doesn't understand coaching the secondary. He doesn't understand the concepts. And look, I might want, I might want right now with that secondary, I might want an old outside linebacker coach coaching them. I might want that kind of attitude in the right. secondary. And then I want his feedback, right? I, okay, what, what coverage do you think we should run? I want him involved in the day-to-day process of my defense and the day-to-day process of developing players because what I'm seeing right now, uh, that is the weakness of my unit, a defensive unit that's played pretty good. But at the end of games, we give up late touchdowns, and eventually I can't get rid of players. I got I to gotta keep who I got, so who do I change? And for me, Molly, that's why I thought, okay, if I'm Coach Nagin, I'm trying to save my job. Those are the changes I make to my staff because I can't change anything else. Uh, did you see you, you mentioned um, Marquis Christian? Did you see he's a captain? Today? Oh yeah. They've got they get all the uh, and I I don't even know that he played for the Cardinals. I think he got cut right away. But they got him, Angelo Blackson, and is it Demir Bird? Those are their cap. Those are three of the captains because they're ex Cardinals. Get it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and I don't I don't want to overdo this, Pat. But but what do you think about the rotating captains? Because somewhat for me. 
I, I didn't really overthink this too much, but now when you look at this team, you start to think, mm-hmm. okay, um, then then how does it, how does a team know who you consider the who the leaders are and who they should look to, who you want as a representative of what you think your Chicago Bear team should look like? Yeah, I'm I'm a big believer in this. Old, if you know your team. And if you know this team where there's not a clear-cut leader, you go back and look at the look at the Packers, right? They always have the rotating captains. But who have they always had? Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Those are the leaders of the team. You kind of know when you just look at those teams up north who their leaders are. With these Bears the last couple of years, you have names, but you don't hear them talk all the time. You know, you're starting to hear Roquan Smith talk a little bit more and take ownership of the defense and the team. But you don't hear – and see who the leaders are. So when, when I, if I'm a coach, general manager, owner, whatever, and I see my team as kind of lacking that star leader, that, that one or two, three guys, like we had you, Olin, Erlacher, we had a bunch of leaders, but we had two guys, one guy on each side of the ball that you knew who were the leaders. They were the mouthpieces of the team. If you don't have that, I think you have to get a vote out there. Let the players tell each other who they look at who are the captains, who are the mouthpieces of the team, who are the leaders of the team. I really think that hurts this Bears team because I think there are some guys on this team that have, have been to Pro Bowls or, or had been stars, uh, are stars, that they don't know their leadership. They don't know where they stand or they stand too high in front of the team and people don't respect them as leaders. I, I, that's just kind of what I see from the outside. So, Olin, I think with this team, they needed to have or should have voted on captains to kind of give them a better leadership. It's a good point. It really is because I, I think here we are um, week 12 and we're wondering who the who the leaders of the team are. Right. I, I mean, honestly, we just – It's kind of been that way the last couple years, right? It's kind of been that way the last couple years. You know, On the offensive side, you, you'd probably want to see Fields and Montgomery, right? Uh, uh, maybe James Daniels, the young, mm-hmm. young players. You always want your best players to be your leaders. Obviously, Khalil Max on IR – uh, Roquan Smith, the level he's been playing at, and uh, uh, how ferocious he's been playing football, and and I, you know, giving speeches in the locker room. At least you can see uh, he's got a passion for the team. So I think you kind of know who you need your leaders to be, and, and why not prop them up and make them the leaders of your team every week. Like these are the guys you should be looking to. These are the guys we want you playing like like. If I'm Coach Nagy, I'm walking Roquan Smith out there every week as a guy. I'm saying, okay, look, look, this is how we want to play football around here. This is how we want the Chicago Bear football to be played. It's the passion we need, and it's the kind of leadership we want you to follow. Well, let's just look at the defense real quick. If you look at, okay, just say Khalil Mack's healthy, Roquan Smith's healthy, uh, Keem Hicks is healthy, Eddie Jackson's healthy, Robert Quinn's healthy. Who are your two captains? Who are you picking? I'm probably going to go Roquan Smith and Akeem Hicks. Okay. So then those other guys are going to be like, wait, I thought I was a captain. But if you go ahead and pick them, then they know. It's voted on by the team. Then it it's, it's tells them that the guys that aren't the captains like, oh, wow, okay, I'm not the team captain. I wasn't voted the team captain. You're still a leader. You still do your job and you'd be great at it. But you understand that, okay, now this is Akeem Hicks' and Roquan Smith's defense. All right, guys, take us. Let's go. Let's talk about Roquan for a second. I, I found that – Pretty astounding that he got back on the practice field and looked pretty good, according to to everyone that saw him. Now, I, I you know I, they need Roquan, especially if Kyler Murray's playing. But if the weather conditions are a factor in any fashion, are you worried about him? You know, we've seen guys come back and then go back out. Akeem Hicks that happened to him earlier in the year. That's a tricky injury, a hamstring, especially on a wet freezing day I, is does that come into play when do you ever stop and think about what's best for the player or best for the team long term I'm sure they do Molly and that's what they have the trainers for and the doctors and guys the guys on the side but but you want to see and we talk about leadership and the guy you want the guys to follow and here they're only one game out of the playoff run and Roquan Smith is showing you how important it is for him to be on the field and try to get out there with his teammates to play ball. And that's what the Chicago Bears need. So, Pat, I, I mean, I was happy to hear that. Yeah. Uh, I hope that we see him out there today. Uh, Mully, I mean, he could. You never know what's going to happen, but but if he can go, he should go. Now, I'm with you. And, Olin, I don't know if you ever had a hamstring injury. I never did. That Those are the ones that scare me the most. And I remember they always scared Lovey Smith the most as well. I mean, the guys had hamstring injuries 
to me, he always would sit him an extra week just because didn't he have, didn't Lovey have hamstring injuries or something oh. in college? And so that was something that always scared him. But that scares me about Roquan that if he comes back too early, and obviously he'll know, and like you said, Olin, the trainers will know, that if you pop that thing again, then I don't want to see him gone for the rest of the year because yeah. Honestly, listen, if he if he if he doesn't come back too early, they're gonna be out of playoff hunt anyway. So <laughs> if he's not back, they're gonna talking. lose these two games. And Manly, I'm glad you got him rested because now he's rested for next year. Well, I was talking selfishly because I want to see him play more because that's all I want to watch. That's but, what I watch on defense. You know, you see so the last two games against the Giants and the Vikings. No one's gonna care, Pat. <laughs> we have to work, Olin. We gotta watch the game. Oh, you guys are beautiful. <laughs> let's yeah, let's worry about us. Bob McManaman yes. of the Arizona Republic will uh, will give us a preview of the Cardinals next. The oldest rivalry in professional sports, the oldest rivalry of the NFL is the South Side team against the North Side team. Believe it or not, although I believe the Bears. We all know the North Side's tougher. Well, the, the Bears were in Decatur at the time. I don't think Decatur's <laughs> tougher. But anyway, that's, uh, that's the oldest rivalry. Hey, that was too easy, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> you walked right into it. We'll, uh, we'll bring in Bob McManaman next. It's the pregame show here on The Score. I mean, just ready to see it, see what it looks like, see what it feels like. I mean, because it's easy to say what somebody can do good on film or, oh, somebody is this or somebody's not that. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to go out there and you got to line up. Um, and, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's not anything I haven't faced already. I feel like I've faced a pretty good amount of wide receiver ones. Um, so, I mean, at the end of the day for me, it's just staying true to who I am um, and being confident in my preparation, being confident in my ability and going out there and performing the same way I have all year. We're back with more of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook pregame show on Sports Radio 670 The Score with Molly, Patrick Manley, and Olin Krutz. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app today. Yes, indeed. It's the pregame show with Olin Krutz and Patrick Manley, and it is presented by the fine folks at Bet Rivers, the official sportsbook of the Chicago Bears. Download the Bet Rivers app today. God, I love Bet Rivers. I was just on the app. Let's uh, let's get out to the uh, to the hotline, the guest hotline. That, of course, is brought to you by the uh, the fine folks at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, some of the world's largest sports book. And there we find Bob McManaman, the sports writer for the Arizona Republic. He covers the Cardinals. Hey, Bob, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Well, I'm not outside, and I'm not uh, in the freezing rain. I'm I'm in the warmth of my home and with my family around me, and uh, you know, avoiding me as usual. What um, what do you think the weather means to Arizona? Would you, would it give you pause? You know, we just heard Jalen Johnson coming in, threatening to really cover DeAndre Hopkins. It, yeah. Is it is it a concern if Hopkins has a hammy and? And he may make a cut and the turf give up. I, I, I wonder if this maybe means Arizona decides to go home and not play this game. <laughs> well, you know, Kingsbury was asked about that about three different times this, this past week. And he never really answered the question. But he, I think he's really resolved to the fact that Hopkins will play. Uh, but he's going to be used sparingly. Uh, and, that, and that he's got to be smart about it. And he put himself in the game after having this hamstring issue against Green Bay and, and re-aggravated it and made it worse, and it made him miss three games. So we got a four-week break, including the bye, uh, and they're going to play hop, uh, but they're not going to play him the whole game. So, And the good thing is they have plenty of depth there. They don't really have to rely on hop, but they're a different team when DeAndre plays. There's no question about it. And having that dynamic back with Kyler Murray – you know, it's it's fun to think uh, what can happen for them, but the weather is a factor because they haven't played any bad weather this year. Hey, Bob, uh, Olin Krutz here. And, uh, you know, the, the Cardinals this year went and signed uh, Rodney Hudson, brought him over from the Raiders, and I think he provides them a lot of leadership. I, I still think he's playing at a pretty high level. I think he's in his 11th or 12th year. Uh, what have you seen from that offensive line and specifically what is Hudson brought to that unit and what does he provide Kyler Murray when Kyler Murray does play when he has, has a veteran center in front of him? Well, thanks for the question. I, I'll tell you this. I think he's the single most important addition to this team this year without question. This, this offensive line 
needed an anchor. It needed a leader. It needed someone to get it settled down, under control, call, make all the calls. As you well know how important that position is, this guy's playing at, the, at one of the top levels in the league. I mean, they're, let's not forget, they're 9-2. and two. Uh, They made huge strides each of the last three years with under this new regime of Kingsbury and, and Murray, but it, it really starts, as it always does, and always will, up front. Uh, and they, they, I think they have the best center in football, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I know there's, there's some other great, great players out there, but this guy, he's a different different kind of thing altogether, man. I mean, everybody's raving about him. It's the closest the line's ever been. They're inseparable off the field, and you know how important that is to an offensive line's unity and chemistry and growth. Uh, and he sets the stage at every every single turn. But they've had good stability there. And in one year, not even a whole year, he's he's kind of just reshaped it and made it stronger than it's ever been. And I, th- this is the best offensive line they've had, and I've been covering this team since 1988. Wow. Bob, I want to go to the other side of the ball. And when I put on the tape this yeah. week and started watching the defense, I'm like, who is this number 34 playing safety for the Cardinals? Oh, I, man. I wasn't real familiar with the Cardinals' defense. I knew some of the yeah. players, obviously. But this this young guy, could you maybe tell our listeners, you know, when they're watching the game today about number 34, sure. Jalen Thompson, and what to expect? Yeah, this is a great story of a, of a persevering young athlete who changed positions from cornerback to safety. It was a little undersized, most people thought. Ran into some trouble at, at Washington State. And when I mean trouble, it was very little. He was taking supplements, and it had one binding ingredient that was against NCAA rules. So he kind of lost his, his eligibility. And then because of that and the fall semester or whatever it was, or the and I, it's been so long since I've been in college, guys, you're going to have to forgive me, but he he had to – what was that place called? Um, oh, yeah, hell. Uh, um, I made it that way on myself, boys, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Holman knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> that was from his game. That is a fact. <laughs> so, so he couldn't even show up for mini camp after. He, he was taking the supplemental draft. He couldn't show up for any off-season workouts whatsoever, and he's a supplemental pick in the fifth round. He's the only guy drafted in the sub-draft. Sub I, I, I'll never forget this blank stare. He, he came up to the press box at training camp the first day of camp to, to meet us, the, the goofy reporter guys, and he's almost shaken. I mean, he's he's like – completely overwhelmed he's in his ginormous place in Arizona and uh you know there's all these star players around him and and he's just shaking like a leaf on a tree and then he goes down and puts a uniform arm and starts cracking on people and I mean you, the thick paned windows in the press box at, at State Farm Stadium guys they're so thick you can't even appreciate the sound of the crowd when they go crazy right I could hear these thunderous hits and I'm, I'm I'm looking up from my computer going, all right, what, what was that? Well, it was number 34, except I think he had a different number than Jalen Thompson running around putting licks on people in training camp, which you don't see, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. And this kid in three years, I'm, Steve Kime calls him the most underrated player in football. I, I think he's the most underrated safety in football for sure, but Kime might be right. This kid is playing at a Pro Bowl level. He'll get votes. And people who've seen this kid play, like you guys turn the tape on, uh, players who go against this guy are going to say, yeah, he's Pro Bowl worthy. So so what is the, what's the story with Cliff Kingsbury here? I mean, we all know that, yeah. uh, that the great Adam Schefter reported that, uh, that <laughs> he's being targeted by Oklahoma. I thought targeting was the league. Um, but but yeah, he, uh, right. yeah, he, he obviously – has done well. He might have been on the hot seat coming in. Is that accurate? But they've done There's so no well. There's no doubt about it. So what, what happens now? Does he get a, a big extension? Are they talking about it? I know Kyler <laughs> Murray said it's a non-story, but maybe to him. <laughs> yeah, here's what happens. He goes from hot seat to probably maybe winning coach of the year, and Steve Kime goes goes from the hot seat to most more than likely winning executive of the year. 
Cardinals go to the playoffs, and it's a non-story, and Cliff gets four years, $40 million. That's how it's going to end up. And he could maybe get eight years, $100 million if he went to Norman. But I don't think a college guy, a fired guy from his alma mater who gets hired by the NFL, and no one thinks it's a good hire, no one, and I mean no one uh, around the league thought that was a good hire. We had our own suspicions. I'm like, you're, fired, you're, you're hiring a fired coach who, who had a losing record in college? I mean, great, no doubt, great offensive mind. And the, and the league was trending towards who's the next Sean McVay. And so they got the guy they thought could be the next Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, and, and what have you. <clears throat> and it was a slow start because it takes time to build a defense. It takes time for a Kyler Murray to develop. Then you add a Hopkins, and you, you got to work those two together. It's worked out better than they could have hoped. I mean, no one's really talking about the Cardinals at 9-2, and two, despite the best record in the league and the number one seed in the NFC. But, you know, Cliff, Cliff hasn't really said a whole lot about it, and I don't blame him because it, it's going to help him get an extension here. But do you really go from the best record in the NFL at the moment to – Norman, Oklahoma, you don't abandon your team in the middle of a season. I'm sure Oklahoma would love to have him right now. My guess is, is Brett Venables going to Oklahoma, and I, I haven't searched anything yet today, but that's the way it was trending, and I think that's the way it's probably going to end up. You know, Bob, you guys lose uh, Watt, Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, and yet still find a way to win a few games. Uh, what has Arizona figured out down there what exactly has Cliff Kingsbury learned in his third year, uh, maybe being assisted by Jeff Rogers, his assistant head coach, special teams coach, surrounding himself with guys like Vance Joseph, just really good yeah. football coaches. What do you think is the biggest thing, that biggest jump he has taken as a coach? Well, it's his willingness to evolve and and not be stuck on what he thought would be the answer to fool everybody in the league because he knows you can't do that. Teams will catch up to you. They'll find ways to exploit what you're trying to do. And and, and you're always working ahead, right? I mean, he's a tireless guy, uh, and I think he's learned to rely on those assistants. And Jeff Rogers is a perfect example, but so is Vance. You know, if it hadn't been for Vance sticking with this system for three years and guys buying into it and bringing the right kind of guys, not just, not just talent that fits, but talent that fits the scheme, that has leadership qualities, that has uh, the heart and soul. It's it's what a lot of teams, you look around some of the great teams of, over the years, but like, do the Steelers really have that right now? I don't think so. They used to. You know, some, some of these great teams, when you start losing that leadership core, you know, you, you start falling apart. You know, and, and these guys, when you bring in a Watt and a Hudson, and and no one really knew who DeAndre Hopkins was, and, and he laid it on the line to us. I just want to win and screw the rest of it, man. I, you know, I know my body. If I don't practice, it's not because I don't. I love football. I want to win. That's all I'm here for. And he busts his butt. I mean, there's guys that just will do anything, and they're taking this week at a time approach, which is working. And and they know they're not getting hailed as you know legitimate contenders by anybody of any importance. And they're going with that, and they have a chip on their shoulder, and they're bringing it hard. And you talk about Jalen Thompson. They're all playing like Jalen Thompson, just ready to smack you upside the head because they're they're mad, and they want to win, and they're tired of losing. And Cliff has kind of been the, the whole ringleader of that. He's come out of his shell. He's been more gregarious, and, and he's making the right moves. And uh, you didn't say the most important thing, Colt McCoy. <laughs> Colt McCoy won two of the last three games, two division games, in place of Kyler Murray. Colt McCoy. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> he looked great. I'd love to see him today. Is that possible? <laughs> yeah, in the fourth yeah, quarter I, when they're up 25. Unless, they're, <laughs> unless they need their fourth long snapper. I, I, I hope yeah. not. I mean, if you see him, that means you're probably going to win your game. It's good for you, bad for Arizona. Bob, no, you just I'm just saying. All these, <laughs> you mentioned all these positives of the Cardinals. Is there a weakness? And what is the weakness that the Bears can go after? They can't stop the run. Yeah. They're they're horrible against the run. I mean, they, everyone was was raising you know 
their forks and whatever. They stopped Derrick Henry the first week of the season, absolutely shut him down. And and no one had been able to do that for so long, right? Uh, but then the Minnesota Vikings come in town. Dalvin Cook runs right over him. And there's been four games at least at least where they've given up a 100-yard rusher and then some. And and that's something they got to watch out. You, the Bears, they know, are, are a run-first team. And, and had Justin Fields been able to get into this game, it would have been even harder for the Cardinals to pull out this game because they have not played well against running quarterbacks. Uh, and it surprises them. They, they have no gap discipline whatsoever. And for a team as close and as strong and as united as they are, they'll tell you, oh, we stopped the run games when we needed to. Well, you, you didn't, actually. And Christian McCaffrey ran all over them, and, and that's the big weakness. That's how you exploit this team. But, you know, there's not a lot of great, great running game teams in, in this league right now. There's only a few of them. So it sounds like you picked the upset. The Bears win today. <laughs> yeah, right. I did, I did not. But what I thought about it. What, what score did you think? 30-16 yeah. Cardinals. If Justin Fields played, that, that score would have been probably like 27-24. to 24. And, I, and I'm not lying to you. Justin Fields is, is a, 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 one funky cat, man. And I, I'm digging this guy. He, as soon as he gets in and settles in, he's going to be tremendous. But, you know, right now I see a lot of Trey Lance in him, a lot of indecision, a lot of, you know, just taking off and, and just, you know, quitting on the play and just taking off because you know you can. And and once quarter, Kyler Murray did that, you know, and then he stopped doing that. And he wanted everybody to know I'm a pocket passer. And I might have the fastest legs in the NFL, and, and for a quarterback, Kyler Murray does. But Justin Fields and Trey Lance, they have these wonderful strides. Jalen Hurts, those guys, uh, you know, Baker Mayfield used to be able to do it. I mean, he's so banged up. I mean, I don't know how he gets in and out of his car every day. So, but but this guy, Fields, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I've seen games, and you guys know him better than I, but once he settles in, and and can be positive and confident in his throwing ability, which is there, uh, the Bears are going to have their best quarterback in maybe ever. Boy, okay, thanks so much, Bob. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you don't agree with that. No, no, I don't. No. I don't disagree with it. I just, yeah. I, I am, I'm anxious to hit fast forward. Yeah. That's all. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, now, I'll Bob. give him three years. That's how long it took Kyler. You bet, guys. Thanks, Take Bob. care. That is Bob McManaman of the Arizona Republic. Good stuff. We'll be right back here on the uh, on the pregame show. We've got Olin Cruz, we've got Patrick Manley. We're going to pick it all apart here on The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 